Hello everybody, welcome to Pod Influence to our 8th episode. I'm your host, Melissa Mube. Thank you so much for tuning in. So, another week has quickly moved, isn't it? Well, as it's been said, time and tide wait for no man. So from my understanding, I think time waits for no person gives you the point clearly. It never waits for you and we all know that. So, this here is what I found on the net. So frankly, no person is so powerful that they can stop the march of time. Further research now speculates that the notion of time being beyond man's control brings up images of the King Khanit story. So the king demonstrates to his courtiers, and a courtier refers to a person who attends a royal court as a companion or advisor to, advisor to the king or queen. So what the king did, he showed his courtiers that the limits of a king's power by failing to make the sea obey his command. So that literal interpretation of tide in time and tide is what is now usually understood but wasn't meant in the original version of the expression. So moreover, the word also didn't refer to the contemporary meaning of the word, that is the rising and falling of the sea. But listen to this, it meant and referred to a period of time. So the word meant a season or a time or a while. In our start for this episode, I just wanted to emphasize that proverb to give you hints that as much as you have time to use, it's important to know that it does not stop. It's not constant. So if you find yourself losing several minutes or even hours at a time after using social media you are not alone so what you've got to do is to you've got to utilize it use it well and in its best way there are some moments that you can miss out that are super important so i just needed to clarify that so now let's get into in-depth discussion i truly want to say welcome to the podcast if you're a new listener get ready to be elevated inspired and motivated so what is known by everyone is that social media first started as a way to connect with friends and family. It's since evolved into a coverted hobby used by all age groups. One question that comes to mind on this topic is, truly you may enjoy social media and use it on a daily basis, basis but are you addicted to it? So here's, here's what I found on the internet by resource. So unfortunately, there is no such thing as an official diagnosis of social media addiction, but social media overuse is, is increasingly commonplace today. And it may have some serious repercussions to your physical and mental health. So our big main focus in this podcast is that I want you to learn to identify problematic social media use and what you can do about it. So we are going to go in in depth with questions like what is social media addiction? Why is social media so addicting? What are the downsides of social media addiction? So we have about three questions to focus on and let's begin after this short break. Question number one, what is social media addiction? One fact is that a lot of us use social media most often and are pretty familiar with the platforms. So whether you use social media to connect with friends and loved ones, watch videos or simply kill time, the popularity of this pastime has increasingly, you know, has increased significantly over the last decades, as the statistics say. So this is, this is especially in children, teenagers and young to middle-aged adults. So typically, this means on average, every person is affected by social media through certain devices we have, smartphones, laptops, anything that gets us to the internet to view social media. So the question that comes to mind is how does this seemingly harmless hobby turn into an addiction? So here's what I found on the net. Is that like other types of behavioral additions, using social media can also influence your brain in harmful ways, in a way that you may end up using social media compulsively and excessively. 
Another can be you can become accustomed to scrolling through posts, images, videos that actually interferes with, with other areas of your life. So as you're currently listening, I need you to understand that not all people who use social media like me and you would develop an addiction, but since the activity is becoming more accessible to more people, though more people may develop an addiction to social media at some point in their lives. Now, I hope this explanation covered, covered enough detail for the question. So remember to take it easy with social media. It's wise to stop. So let's jump straight to the next question. Question number two, why is social media so addicting? So now diving deep in this topic, we are all aware that social media may appear to be mindless and fun. But what you didn't know is that it has a significant effect on your brain. Here's what I found on the, on the internet. So, so what happens in the moment whenever you look, look into your favorite app, there's what we call dopamine, right? Dopamine signals in our brains which actually increase. These are often known as neurotransmitters. The fundamental no motion of everything is that whenever you experience more dopamine after using social media, your brain identifies this activity as a rewarding one that you ought to, to repeat. Like seriously, think about it. Such a reaction oftenly happens to, like, I actually had, uh, take, take me as an example, I would actually succumb to a moment of using social media platform to the extent that I lose an hour that I could have used. So what I'm trying to tell you is you can handle this compromising issue and live your life consciously about the decisions you make through these decisions by basically limiting the usage. So one important factor that everyone seeks in social media is positive feedback. It's like there are positive feelings expressed during the use of social media, which only happen to be temporary. Well, hold on a moment. Realize this. If you ever, if ever your brain engages in, in, the, in this positive reinforcement, this is, also same, this is also something similar in other typical addictions. Thus, as the feel-good dopamine wears off or saying temporarily dormant, you will go back to the source in which in, in this case, is social media for more of the dopamine. Let's say in some cases, social media is like a welcome distraction. If you are, if you are isolating due to some issue or maybe work or an illness, I'm not actually bringing this topic and not put it out all, but hear this. The more you engage with social media, the more your brain will tell you that this is an activity that can help reduce loneliness. But that's never the case, actually. I admit this will probably be the longest podcast I've done, but... No worries. I hope you find this information useful because I know it is and it's definitely helpful. So now let's discuss about the downsides of social media addiction as the last topic for today. And next week we will go through some other questions. So here's some fact about social media. So in the sequence of engaging in social media once in a while, it is actually unlikely to be harmful. And that's a little bit of good news in my opinion. But however, there are negative effects to consider when overusing social media. In the list, I have about uh, five downsides, and uh, don't be limited by them. There are more you can find on the internet. So the main one is the main one that I chose is low self-esteem, so which may bring up may bring about incorrect perceptions that are that other people's lives are quote unquote better than yours, and that's actually something that we we should not consider. And on number two, we have increased isolation and loneliness. This is one big public concern to most be aware of. I will dive deep on this topic in the upcoming episodes. On number three, we have anxiety and depression. Every individual either has this or is going through it. And at this moment, someone might be actually going through depression. So I will discuss these major topics in the upcoming episodes. 
stay tuned for that. So here's another major one. If you are a student, there's a big downside of poor grades. And for those actually have work, you might find that you will see poor work performance. And this is, this is a downside of social media that you've got to look out for. So for our fourth downside, we have disrupted sleep patterns, especially if you use social media right before bedtime. And again, this is there's a lot I want to mention, but I promise you, we will go through these topics on a deeper level. So the last downside for the day is decreased physical activity, which may affect your health. You know. So it became mind blown, and I started thinking on, on the side of things like it is actually something that if you if you find yourself not exercising anymore. And uh, you will find yourself being lazy. Laziness will now take over. And so I made the choice to turn things around by going against the patterns that were limiting me to become a more healthier individual. Hope you found today's discussion interesting. Tell me about it. Tell me, follow me on the platforms in the description. Connect and ask questions and share any suggestible topic or topics and we'll take it from there. Thanks. Catch you in the next episode.